We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain for love. Collide in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. Thursdays as Paul, uh, my host, my co-host, and Paul Bruno and I are about to bring it for you. Uh, again, I am your host, James Seltzer, with me as always, as I just mentioned, the man, the myth, the legend from the Great White North. You can follow him on Twitter at Statsman22, Mr. Paul Bruno. Paul, how are you, sir? I'm great, you know, and I, I really am grateful for the opportunity to talk football with you all year long. I, I started out with uh, with Rotowire talking just hockey, but they added me to baseball that now football, and I think in the next two weeks you're going to hear me talk about basketball. Whoa! You're, you're going to be in that mix too, but uh, we're going to switch to basketball pods in the next little while as well. So we want our listeners to stay stay engaged and know that FanDuel will continue with uh, basketball segments uh, sponsoring this show. That's exciting stuff, and uh, still a little more football content to bring you as well as we head into this uh, Week 17 slate, Paul. So let's jump right in here as we head into the uh, wide receivers, and then we'll We'll knock out some tight ends as a little bonus for everybody today, too. So, Paul, why don't we uh, jump right in with this wide receiver slate, this Sunday main slate of full slate of games here. As we uh, uh, we discussed yesterday that in general, as we're looking at a lot of these positions, we are 
kind of gearing our thoughts towards guys who have something to play for or at least are not going to get rested for the playoffs. So keep that in mind as we're going through all of this, Paul. Let's uh, let's start with those top five guys on the board as we only have five receivers over the $8,000 threshold and they're bunched together from 8,200 up to 8,800. We got Jordy Nelson at the bottom of that range up to Odell Beckham Jr. at the top of 8,800. Any of these five guys uh, interest you this week, Paul? Well, I think you could make a case for all of them, but I'm going to make a case for three of them above the rest. And uh, I'll start right at the top of the list with Odell Beckham. Not often you see him priced uh, this low, I'll say, all year long. He's been a little bit higher sometimes. And uh, in a game that uh, might mean something and certainly has the rivalry element, I think he's got an opportunity to come up big. Uh, even though it's a bit of a road tilt, might be sloppy conditions, but this guy's proven that he can catch the ball anywhere and anyway and only needs one hand sometimes. And uh, Antonio Brown, you could say the same thing about him in a more meaningless game, perhaps, or one-sided for sure. Uh, the Steelers venture uh, against Cleveland, they're coming off their win, so they might be off their game after celebrating so much, uh, the Browns might. So Brown, I think, could be on the end of a couple of long passes before they maybe sit up one once this game has been decided early. Then I'll jump down and say, Julio Jones, this guy is facing the New Orleans pass defense. I've slagged them all year long, and there's no reason to stop now. Jones looks like he's healthy again and could be in for a big day. He's averaged 15.3 FanDuel points per week. I'd take that, and more uh, is expected in this matchup. And then finally, Jory Nelson, who's been all-world wide receiver in the last month, I would say best in the game, most productive in the game. He and Mr. Rogers are really turning it up, and uh, I think he has a chance to be the deciding factor against the Lions in, in that winner-take-all matchup at 8200 bucks. Yeah, Jordy's my favorite play in this group. Maybe my favorite play at wide receiver this week. Uh, he has just been a monster week after week after week. And last week, getting in, people thought Xavier Rhodes would, would cover him, and there was a whole mix-up or whatever happened in Zimmer. You know, they basically threw Zimmer out of the bus. But regardless, Jordy Nelson ended up coming out of it with 100 and whatever, 64 yards and a couple of touchdowns. So um, he is a lock every week, go-to, must-play. And at this price, um, absolutely must-play. I think Rodgers and Nelson have a big game, again, in a game where it really matters for them to win. So love Nelson, my favorite play on the board. And, and I'm like you, I think uh, Brown worries me a little bit, as does Beckham, just in the sense that I can see both those guys getting shut down at halftime if certain circumstances play out that way. Right. Julio, obviously they need to win. I like that play. Uh, and I like Mike Evans too because Tampa unlikely to make the playoffs but still technically will be alive while they're playing. So um, a, a nice matchup there as well. Paul, let's jump down to the uh, the $7,000 ranges. It looks like we've only got, what, seven guys in that $7,000 range. Usually there's a a bigger glut of receivers here. We go from Deshaun Jackson at 7,000 up to T.Y. Hilton at 7,800. Any of these guys in this $7,000 window here intrigue you? Well, I have to ask you, are you going to be ticked if Des Bryant throws another touchdown pass? Oh, my Jeez, God. Who knew he, he was he a lefty? It. I didn't know. Did, did he, you know he was who a lefty? Me? I didn't even know. Wait, I didn't all even right, know, so but... here's my thing. Here's my thing. And <laughs> I, I don't remember why you're talking about this, but um, – I don't understand. Why do you show that play? Why not keep that play for the surprise in a game where you actually need the play? I don't get yeah, it. I don't get it either. Nobody that knew Des was a lefty. It was like, what? That's exactly what I thought. Uh, you know what, James? Great, great as assessment there because it was a meaningless game for the Cowboys, but they showed the world on Monday night. And uh, I guess they're more about the Hollywood theatrics than winning <laughs> the game in that one, I, I suppose. But, uh, you know, as a guy who owns Des Bryant, I'm I'm 
thrilled to see this guy do yeah, even Des as won, touchdown passes. Des won a lot of people their titles last week, that's for sure. Yeah, he had a great game. And so along with him in this range, though, uh, I like T.Y. Hilton uh, for Indy. I, I talked yesterday about Andrew Luck being in position to pad some pretty good offensive stats. You know, he likes to sling it. Well, T.Y. Hilton's his favorite receiver, and so that's why I might be on him at 7800 bucks in that favorable matchup against the Jaguars. And then I also like Brandon Cooks for the, much the same reason. He's the number one target for our buddy Drew Brees against Atlanta. Uh, certainly get, means something for the Falcons, but I don't think Brees wants to make their life easy, and that means some work with Cooks is in store for them at a $7,100 price tab. That's pretty attractive to me. Yeah, I like the names you threw in there, especially T.Y., uh, but if I had you pick another name in this range, it's actually at 7100 as well, uh, would be to go for Doug Baldwin. Uh, obviously, we talked yesterday when we talked about Russell Wilson and how nice that matchup is in San Francisco. Seattle's still theoretically playing for that two seed, so uh, Doug Baldwin coming off a 19-target week, so... Uh, I think he will be very involved in a big part of that passing game. So love Baldwin at 7,100. Paul, let's uh, let's go down. Let's take 6,900 Alshon Jeffrey there down to 6,500 as we've got a, a much more, uh, a larger group of names here. Let's go down to the star of last week, Adam Thielen, coming off that monster game at 6,500 all the way up to 6,900. Alshon Jeffrey, which uh, any of those guys in that range you're uh, interested in? There's a whole host of value here, in my opinion. Uh, Devontae Adams has been overshadowed by Jordy Nelson, but don't forget that uh, he's a big part of their passing game. Uh, maybe their second best option at wide receiver. Well, definitely is, and and he's been getting a pretty steady dose uh, of football throwing his way, and I think he could turn up uh, a big FanDuel performance uh, for for his owners. Julian Edelman, I like this guy every week because just because he's a favorite target of Brady. I just wonder how many reps they're going to get, but. Uh, so that's the cautionary tale there. Michael Thomas is another guy who factors into the Saints offense in a big way against Atlanta at $6,700. He might be the number two option in their pass offense, but uh, he could get as many as 10 targets from Drew Brees any any week. So uh, a good guy to take a look at in that price range. Demarius Thomas for Denver. We talked yesterday about Simeon being really slinging it around the yard. He faces that uh, suspect Oakland secondary, and uh, that could mean a big day for Thomas. And then Larry Fitzgerald in what might be his last game for the for the Cardinals. Uh, he's talked about wanting to move on to a contender uh, in the offseason, and uh, that might make some headlines. But uh, in his swan song in Arizona, I look for him to be, have a big game against Los Angeles. Yeah, I love the Michael Thomas call really in on that. I think uh, I like him better than Cooks for the price range and the matchup. Also, uh, I, I never knew that Alshon Jeffrey's name was spelled Jeffrey instead of Jeffrey. Uh, how about that, Paul? How about that? I never, yeah. I just assumed. I just assumed you always look at it and you don't, you don't process it. And I'm looking at it right now and it's J-E-F-F-E-R-Y instead of yeah. R-E-Y. I noticed it too. My <laughs> mind has just been blown, Paul. It has been blown. <laughs> I never knew this. I, I've seen it and I never put it together until just now. Anyway, uh, I don't hate the Alshon Jeffery play this week as a... Minnesota's D has been so bad, but there's a Chicago receiver that I like better. Paul, uh, let's uh, jump down here to uh, the 6,400 down to 6,000 range. Here is, again, a, a large group of names here as we go down to Dante Moncrief at 6,000, all the way up to Tyrell Williams at 6,400. Any, uh, any high risers here in this range you think could exceed their, their value here? The most prolific pass catcher in the Cowboys offense. 
Cole Beasley, six thousand dollars. That's a screaming hot uh, value to me. One of the better plays on the board. I'll 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 say if he gets any kind of volume, uh, he puts up the numbers again. And and uh, I'd like to see him be rewarded with a with a red zone touch. He he seems to be the guy that plays between the twenties a lot. And maybe in this game they might uh, throw him a bone in the end zone as well. So for six thousand, I'll take that chance. Uh, go to the top of the range and look at Tyrell Williams. I was uh, pretty happy to take him last week, and I'll stay on him again against the Chiefs in what could be that shootout-type game that you highlighted for $6,400. Then in the middle, I look at a couple of guys. One of them is probably going to be in one of my lineups, and that's uh, one of the pair of Jacksonville wide receivers against Indy and that suspect pass defense. Uh, Pick your poison. It's either Marquise Lee or Allen Robinson. Maybe I'll go $200 and say Robinson's my guy just because he has averaged more productivity at 10.1 FanDuel points per week as opposed to 9 for Marquise Lee. But uh, one of those guys should be considered just because of the quality of their offensive, their uh, opposing pass defense. Yeah, I actually think I like Lee better, but I, I like the, the call in general. I like both those guys for the price, like Williams as well. Uh, if Tyrod Taylor were playing, I, I would really like Sammy Watkins coming off that monster week, and I don't hate him for the price, but the E.J. Manuel thing you're not really sure about. And then, of course, same thing with Michael Crabtree, a really nice price for him. Not a great matchup, but obviously Matt McGloin scares you away there. All right, Paul, let's get down 5,900 down to 5,400. Again, a fair amount of names in here as we go from Randall Cobb up to 5,900. We got three names there with Crowder, Mitchell, and Terrell Pryor at 5,900. Oh, excuse me, four. Uh, Is that correct here? Yeah, excuse me. Four names is Moncrief. Oh, no, Moncrief is 6,000. So from Crowder down to 5,400 in Randall Cobb, uh, a couple interesting names in here. I see one... uh, Paul Bruno favorite in here. Will uh, Will Pierre Garcon be one of your wrecks this week, Paul? He certainly will there be. There we go. Oh, I love it. 5600 bucks. you know what? To steal. I, he would have been mine if you had not taken him. He's so consistently uh, there uh, with the targets, the receptions every week. Now there's some bigger stakes on the table. I think they lean on him in this game, and certainly their pass offense will take them as far as they're going to go, in my opinion, and he'll be a part of that. Moving up a little bit, I, lo- I love the Golden Tate uh, uh, price at 5700 bucks versus the Packers secondary this is a guy who they will lean on in this key game and then another guy who I like in this range is Richard Matthews he's rewarded me every time I put him in some lineups with some big efforts so I'll do it again even though it's against the Texans and one of the tougher pass defenses I just think that he's a, a top option in the Tennessee offense and I love this guy's makeup he's a big wide receiver great hands and he, he's capable of the circus catch so I'll take him for 5800 bucks yeah, I like Richard Matthews in general a lot. I worry with Marcus Mariota out how the, the chemistry will be. They had a really good thing going. True. But um, regardless, I, I love so many names in this range. Like, this range is just stacked in yeah. my mind with potential options. You mentioned Garcon, I think, at 5,600. That's a great play. Jordan Matthews at 5,500 just on volume is a good play. Inman, we've seen at that price, a solid play. But um, my three favorite names in this range here actually are uh, – uh, well, in addition, I like Matthew as well, but um, Steve Smith at 5,800, obviously it just came out that he is likely almost definitely going to retire after this game. Mm-hmm. So you figure, if nothing else, they'll try and send him out the right way with no playoffs left to play for. I don't hate Steve Smith as a, a upside play. I also like Brandon LaFell there uh, going up against that Baltimore pass defense that can be thrown on. Eli Rogers had a nice game out of the slot against yeah. him last week, and um you know, I could see Brandon LaFell obviously coming off a big week uh, as well last week. But uh, my favorite play in this range, and before what I said, Jordy Nelson, my favorite potentially wide receiver play on the board. The other name 
that could be my favorite on the board is Cam Meredith at 5,800. He's just been so consistent with Barkley the last few weeks. I believe double-digit targets. He had 12 targets last week, 13 the week before, 135 yards last week in a touchdown, 104 the week before, 72 in a touchdown the week before, 67 the week before that. Since Matt Barkley's taken over, Cam Meredith has been a beast. And at 5,800, that is just insanely too cheap for someone who's been as productive as he is. All right, Paul, let's – Let's just take it down to the bottom here. Let's go from 5,400 down to 45, the min price there. And uh, who of these guys, if we go from 5,300, Jeremy Macklin, down to the bottom, uh, how many names you got here that, that kind of interest you here at this low-level pricing? I'm going to give some love to two of the guys I've talked about earlier this season. Anquan Bolden for the Lions is, is uh, one of those veteran guys who just seems to rise to the occasion, the big games, and, and they need him this week against the Packers. It's a home tilt for $4,900. You know that they're going to go to him in some clutch situations, and I wonder if that includes maybe a red zone player too. Uh, that could make all the value you need to get to get good good value out of that $4,900 price tag. And I'm going to go back to Ted Ginn Jr., a game that doesn't really mean anything for the Panthers, but you know they played pitch and catch pretty effectively in that combination with Ginn and Newton, and I uh, wonder if they could take a couple of deep shots against Tampa, and that could make it pay off at that $4,900 price tag. So those are the two that I like in this range uh, more than any others. I guess I'm I'm waiting to hear what you might have to say to counter those picks or add to them. Yeah, no, I like I actually really like those picks. I love the Bolden call again, a game that matters, a secondary that's beatable, and one of the few reliable targets that Stafford still has upright. But um. I also, a couple other names I'll throw in. J.J. Nelson at 5,300. Nice matchup. He's been kind of hot of late. A nice uh, kind of since Michael Floyd's been gone has really stepped up. Right. Robbie Anderson. I don't like the Bryce Petty's out, but Anderson has still kind of become the main target there in a matchup against a Buffalo team that theoretically could come out for, uh, you know, a fired coach the week before and just, you know, not care at all. So that wouldn't shock me either. Um, but uh, uh, two more names in here that interest me. And again, both home run type plays. I wouldn't play them in cash games, but uh, I, I do like the upside of potentially playing Travis Benjamin, who has looked good since coming back, coming off uh, you know 75 yards last week, had the touchdown the week before. Uh, he is a boomer bust type play. He's not going to get a ton of targets, but any one of those targets could turn into a 70 yard touchdown. So uh, a nice upside play there. And then I like Eli Rogers at 4,700 just because. Uh, again, we know that matchup is terrible. Cleveland just won their first game, and uh, uh, you know, obviously, I think they're going to be kind of just ready to to go into the offseason quietly. Uh, and while Pittsburgh doesn't have anything to play for, a guy like Rodgers is that guy who's going to kind of step up and keep getting reps because they can't sit every single starter and still feel the team out there. So I think right. Rodgers gets a chance <laughs> to play and gets a chance to keep playing. So I think that could be one of those sneaky volume plays at forty seven hundred. Paul, before we uh, jump in and get into what we normally do on Thursdays, a little tight end Thursday action, let us uh, let me remind people one last time here, we've got this great deal here. I, I, in case you haven't just been doing this all season long, uh, fantasy has just been so much fun this season when you've been doing it on FanDuel, because it's not just a new season, it's a new era. They've upgraded the entire experience with improvements, and they believe that everything that you have to experience in sports has to offer that you should be able to experience, and that should make you sports rich. Uh, Paul and I have been having a blast playing the new FanDuel all season. Their uh, brand new friends mode, which is a blast. You play with your buddies. There's new features that ensure everything's a fair and level playing field. I mean, Paul, uh, it's kind of been a refrain all season, but we've just kind of talked about how uh, at season long, you know, injuries and this and that, and 
And you don't have to deal with any of that here, Paul. You know what? I'm old enough to remember how many years I played in those season longs, and I'm so happy to have the daily option in uh, some of the other sports, but the weekly option in football certainly is one that I love as, as a way to just sit back and have the computer open, like I said yesterday, watch the scores change in real time and see where I rank uh, from a minute-to-minute basis and then uh, know that if I screw up one week, I have a chance the next week to make good again. And uh, having access to the staff free roll has been a lot of fun playing with our buddies and I certainly like the friend friends uh, moda as well. So uh, FanDuel really makes it easy to have a lot of fun uh, with the fantasy game, and uh, I'm really pleased to uh, have played it and learned to play it uh, as regularly as I do. Totally agree. It's just uh, you don't have to deal with injuries. You don't have to deal with picking a crappy player and being stuck with him. It's just the best. You can have all the fun that football has to offer, all the fun that fantasy football has to offer, and you can FanDuel, you can be sports rich plus there's a special offer for new users you can get a free six month subscription to rotowire with only a ten dollar deposit on fanduel you just go to fanduel.com slash rw not only get the free subscription but you actually get to use that ten dollars on fanduel it's an insane deal over forty dollars in value for just ten bucks so go to fanduel.com slash rw paul let's uh let's jump into these tight ends as we try and uh, help people heading into this final week of the regular season here uh we have uh, four tight ends, it looks like. Really, uh, we should really break this up. Let's just look at the, the top four guys there at 6,700, 6,800, right. 6,907,000 in that range together. And then we can look at the other four guys at 6,000 or above. Tyler Eifert up to Jordan Reed. Eifert out this week. Uh, Reed questionable. Olsen questionable. Travis Kelsey sandwiched in there. Uh, any of those guys interest you? Well, if if uh, he stay manages to stay healthy, I go with a bachelor here. Uh, Travis Kelsey screaming uh, out to me that he's the value play in this range. Sixty-eight hundred dollars uh, is the price tag against the San Diego pass defenses that's ranks near the bottom of the league. T- to me, that's clearly the best value of of the four. If Olsen plays, he could be a vo- big volume type. He has been all season long in that offense. Might be my second pick in this range. But Kelsey clearly, to me, stands above this field. Yeah, I don't even think it's a question. I'm not going near the other three. Kelsey is a lock, must-play type guy this week. Obviously, just throttled Denver last week, and just every week he is their offense, really. Him and uh, yeah. you know maybe a big Tyreek Hill play or here or there. So love the Kelsey play. Paul, let's look at the other four guys in the 6,000 above range. Ladarius Green at 6,000, up to Jimmy Graham. Cameron Bright, sadly, out uh, on IR. Green and concussion protocol. Uh, are, are either Graham or Walker interesting to you? I'm not mentioning the name of the Seattle tight end because he cost me in my <laughs> Rotowire League. So I'm going to gloss over him like you didn't mention him at all. I'll, I'll, t- I'll take you. care of mentioning for you, Paul. Yeah, I, I'll take Delaney Walker over him this week. I love the average uh, points uh, that he's produced. He leads the pack in this range. And maybe of all the guys not named tra- Travis Kelsey on this whole sheet, of options that I fan to offer. So I like Delaney Walker against Houston. I know Houston's got a pretty good uh, defense overall, but Walker is going to be that volume play at $6,200. That might be, be the second best value on uh, this whole tight end board. Yeah, I, I like the Walker play, but I also uh, like the uh, he, Jimmy Graham, who must not be named. <clears throat> um, <laughs> good matchup. We talked about Russell Wilson <laughs> yesterday, and uh, obviously I uh, talked about Doug Baldwin today. Uh, I think Jimmy Graham kind of falls in there too, a game there going to try and win an easy match being San Francisco. I like the 
uh, play for the prize. Not my favorite play. I think I'd rather spend the extra 400 for Kelsey. Uh, but I don't hate the uh, play uh, today. All right, Paul, let's uh, let's look down and start to get some values here. 5,900 Zach Ertz down to 5,600 as we got a nice little glut of guys here and then jumps down uh, down to Charles Clay there. Anyone in this range interest you from Clay to Ertz? You know what? I see four guys that I, I would oh, talk hey about. Now. And I'll, I'll include Ertz against the Cowboys. The, the Eagles, the, you know, they want to stick it to Dallas, even in a game that doesn't mean anything. You're and damn Ertz right would be, they do. Uh, that I think that that would be the guy that gets a shot at the end zone ahead of maybe all others in that pass offense. And then below that, Antonio Gates, a guy that might be playing his last game uh, in the NFL. Uh, from what I hear anyway, at 5,800 bucks, they might want to send him out the same way you talked about Smith earlier. Then uh, Eric Ebron factors into the, the, the Lions offense. Uh, they might go to him in a ball control type of thing to keep Rodgers on the sidelines as well. And uh, he gets the volume anyway as one of the top targets in, in that offense uh, from week to week. And then Martellus Bennett, as New England just tries to split, spread the ball around early on as long as Brady's in the game, I think he might be worth a play in uh, at least one year one year uh, lineups this weekend. They're all at 5800 bucks. Yeah, I agree with those. The um, the two that stand out to me the most are Ertz, just on a volume play and, and the matchup. I, I agree. I think they're going to try and put up as many points against Dallas as they can, and I think Ertz is the guy who can help them do it. Uh, but Gates, uh, along with Kelsey, my favorite play at the position, uh, I believe he is either one, I think he's one tight, touchdown away from tying the record for tight ends, uh, the Gonzalez right. record, uh, two away from breaking it. So I think they're going to do everything they can, as we discussed with Rivers yesterday, potentially the last game in San Diego. I think uh, they will do everything they can to get Gates that record. Love, love, love the Gates play. All right, Paul, let's uh, let's go 5,300 to 4,800, and then we'll see if there are any true blue values here. Uh, we've got... Uh, it looks like uh, Hunter Henry at the top of that 5,300 list, and then a, a number of guys at 4,800, ending with an interesting one there, Vernon Davis. Any of those guys interest you? Uh, throw out four names here in this range, too. Indianapolis Colts, they're going to throw the ball a lot against Jacksonville as long as their starting quarterback's interested in this game to pad his season-long stats. That means Dwayne Allen is probably going to be on the other end of a few of those tosses at 5100 bucks. CJ Fedorowicz, he's had a pretty soft schedule the last few weeks and good matchups. That continues this week against Tennessee at 4800 bucks. I see him, uh, regardless of the quarterback situation, getting getting some touches there. Kobe Fleener with Drew Brees throwing the ball. He's going to be on the other end of some against Atlanta. And then finally, drumroll, please. <laughs> oh, Jason Witt yes, there against it the is. Eagles, 4800 bucks. <laughs> you know what? Jay Witt had that, that long uh, pass-receiving streak snap, but he has rebounded with two pretty solid games, uh, including being on the other end of Des Bryant's first career touchdown pass. I say he finds another way to get in the end zone against your uh, Eagles. Maybe they'll do an end around with him. That would be kind of fun. Wow, now you're just baiting me, Paul. Wow. No, I uh, don't hate the Witten play. Witten's always killed the Eagles. Uh, uh, the most interesting name to me in this range is actually at the same price there. Uh, is that Vernon Davis? Davis, consistent. Reed uh, is going to play, but he's going to apparently play through the uh, – the shoulder injury and and he's clearly been limited. So I think Vernon Davis for that price uh, in a must-win game for Washington has the chance to put up some nice numbers for the value. But otherwise, agree with all the names you said there, Paul. Anyone uh, 4,800 and below or 4,700 and below uh, here who you think uh, has a chance to be a real 
kind of home run value here. Any any home run plays at the tight end position for you? Yeah, I'm going to give you two right at the bottom. Uh, Clive Walford of Oakland, uh, they're, they're a pretty pass-happy offense there. I know their top quarterback's out of action, but this might be a case where they go safety valve or intermediate a lot. As a result of that, it might be that makes Clive Walford a little busier than he's been in recent weeks. And then also Jermaine Gresham of Arizona against Los Angeles. They'll spread the ball around their offensive weapons, and Gresham has become one of them this year. So uh, two guys at the lower end of the board that might be worth a look just to plug in if you've spent big money elsewhere. Yeah, I'll add uh, one more name there, just one more guy. Same price at 4500 there is kind of a home run type play in uh in Jesse James, as we discussed, had a nice week last week since Ladarius Green was out. I would guess Green and concussion protocol still looks like he's not going to play. I doubt in a game that doesn't mean anything for them, they'll play him. And as I said before with Eli Rogers, James, one of those guys, will probably get a lot of snaps against the worst defense in the league, especially against tight ends. So I think Jesse James, an interesting home run kind of play there as well. Paul, it's been a pleasure. Paul, you'll be back tomorrow, correct? Yes, sir. We're going to tackle the kickers and the defenses and then give our, our weekending fan duel lineups and uh, look forward to the finishing of the schedule. And the, we'll take a look at the playoff races, too, and uh, implications that are on the board, uh, just like we touched on the last two days. Make your picks on the guys that you think are going to influence those outcomes, because I think they're guaranteed players as opposed to some of the other guys that may not or be sitting half the games. Beautiful. I agree. There it is. So listen to Paul Bruno and Johnny McKechnie tomorrow with the Friday edition of the RotoWire DFS podcast. Paul and I will be back next week to talk uh, some wild card action and, uh, as Paul alluded to, maybe some basketball down the road as well. But uh, until then, tune in tomorrow. Paul Bruno and Johnny McKechnie are taking the rest of the way this week. And uh, again, uh, this has been the uh, for Paul Bruno. This has been the uh, wide receiver and tight end week 17 preview. On the Rotowire DFS podcast. They're gonna kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain for love. Collide in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.